Hello there, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Victorious Ones podcast. This podcast is the place to be where I share my perspective from the world of gaming, comics, sports, movies, etc., and even provide a word of wisdom. Of course, I go by the name of King Von Jr. You can find me on social media, on Twitter at 301KingVonJr, on Instagram at Mr. King Von Jr. I'm also the social media producer for the Unpopular Review Wrestling Show edition of Perfect Plex Talk Radio. And so, of course, you know, of course, with this, as I normally have done, um, thank you very much for sticking with me, you know, all throughout this time. And um, of course, I'm going to go into another installment of, of you know, of classic, you know, very popular HBO Max series, Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty, of course, me being a Lakers fan, you know, this is definitely a great treat for me. And so, of course, with this is episode eight, entitled California Dreaming. So the episode starts off, you know, for, you know, for, you know, pretty much on, starts off on a high note, obviously with with the Lakers on a winning streak, just uh, coming off win um, against the Portland Trailblazers. So after, so of course after after the game's over, you know, of course, well, of course after the game's over, uh, Magic's you know walking to the locker room, you know, um, you know, of course, uh, you know, you know, pretty much going, going through his post game interviews, and um, you know, of course, and of course, uh, of course, in typical fashion, the reporters bring up you know uh, bring up something to deal with larry bird in regards to the in regards to the fact that um you know that bird could be winning the rookie of the year he's got like more all-star votes uh than the magic at the time and things like that so you know so magic's like you know whatever um you know, I think matt i think bird got like 19 votes and magic got like 10 and so you know some so meanwhile you know magic you know was, was looking at his you know uh you know i guess you know jokingly look looking at his Against teammates, like you know, like you know, pretty much got ten votes, but you know, but yeah, I got you know, got like 11, 11 y'all, eleven, eleven of you, you know, I'm in the locker room with me, whatever, you know, but you know, but of course, on the bright side, however, like I said, you know, like I said, because of the fact that on the bright side, the Lakers are are definitely you know blowing everybody away. At the time, they're they're on a winning streak. Their record is like forty and sixteen, and so you know, however, on on the on the other end. The arch rival, the Celtics, are like forty-three and thirteen. So, so of course, as a team celebrating, we see uh, Paul Westhead and Pat Riley celebrating as well. And so, you know, and by, by this point, you know, they're, they're becoming more acquainted, becoming you know more 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 familiar. You know, you know, creating uh, having greater chemistry um, amongst each other in, in terms of in terms of the coach assistant coach or at least assistant assistant coach type of type of chemistry and, and, and everything like that. And so, um, you know, so, so, so of course, you know, so of course, you know, even though what, you know, even though West had, you know, initially had, you know, had loyalty to, you know, towards, uh, towards Jack McKinney. So, so of course, as, as we see the Lakers on a roll in McKinney's absence. And so, you know, but, but you know, of course, that, of course, after that fast forward, we go into all-star weekend, excuse me, all-star weekend. And this was, of course, during the 1980 all-star game, shout out to, uh, Landover, Maryland. You know the, um, the or at least uh, the, the, uh, the old Cap Center at the time. And so, you know, so of course, so of course, you know, during this during this time, you know, like I said, they're they're having, you know, the, at that time, the traditional sort of All Star festivities for whatever it was worth back then. You know, and of course, the the entertain the entertainment was Milton Berle, whatever. You know, what I mean, so I just let you know, you know, it's kind of like dates. You know the uh, the, the era that, that they're in at the time, but um you know of course fa- you know fast forward you know other than outside of all that, um what sticks out the most in this scene specifically uh, is the introduction of none other than Magic's hero, Doctor J Julius Irving, 
And, um, you know, funny things on Twitter, I jokingly said that Dr. J at 30 is looking real 45 ish. You know, especially you know, especially with, you know, especially considering the actor that the actor that's playing, uh, you know, Doctor J, you know, Doctor J in the series, you know what I mean? So, um, so you know, so of course, you know, Doctor J is you know a, a nine-year veteran at the time, which include, you know, his ABA stint. So, you mean so um so so of course, I mean, like I said, you know, he's he's somebody that the you know the magic's you know the magic idolized, emulated, even you know obviously you know of course even even when even the earlier. Even one of the earlier episodes, as Magic's Magic getting ready to go away for college, they show him, you know, they show him looking at a poster of Dr. J, and so, um, you know, so of course that was foreshadowing to where we are now. So, like I say, you know, of course, you know, once again, without further ado, Magic, you know, Magic meets his hero, and of course, you know, of course, not only is Magic there, but also Cookie, you know, of course, not only is you know, not only is Magic there for the facilities, but Cookie is there with him. So of course, so of course, you know, you know, oh, sorry, sorry about that. Let me slow down. So of course, in this scene, not you know, of course not, of course, in this scene with with the All Star Weekend, you know, of course, you know, of course, like I said, with in this scene, the All Star All Star Weekend, not only are we introduced to Doctor J, you know, along um, along with his wife at the time, Turquoise, um, you know, as, as well as well as you know, of course, you know, of course, greeting you know, uh, Magic and Cookie, like I said. Not only are we introduced to Dr. J, but, but we're also introduced to, um, you know, to, to of course the future commissioner David Stern. You know, you know, and, and the reason why I'm able to, pull, you know, uh, the reason why I could tell the distinction that this, that this is David Stern is because of the mustache, obviously, and if, you know, of course, at, at the time, David Stern worked worked in the NBA's front office, like as, as an assistant to Larry Larry O'Brien, who was the, who was the original commissioner. And so, um, you know, so of course, you know, uh, David Stern at that time was his apprentice, if you will. And and if, and if, and if, and if, and if think about and think about that was, you know, of course, on one end you have David Stern, you know, you have Stern having a conversation with Magic. On the other end, you have the commissioner at that time, Larry O'Brien, having a conversation with Larry Bird. You know, what I mean? so it's kind of like a, you know, like you know, sort of, you know, so pretty much like I guess, you know, like a culture. I want to say culture clash or whatever, but you know, it's just you know, kind of a. You know, um, you know, you know, I guess sort of a dichotomy, if you will, or anything like that. Um, you know, like, like you know, like, um, and, of, and of course, and, and the thing is, like Jerry, Jerry West, you know, constantly has some of the best scenes, um, you know, in this uh, in this series for me. You know, regardless of what's going on with the real life Jerry West and HBO, whatever. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty much like take it how you take it how you want. In, in terms in terms of the way that you know, in terms of the way that he feels about his portrayal. You know, of course, once again, this is a dramatization. Of these events, and so you know, so, so of course, of course, in this scene, you know, they have they have Jerry West looking looking at his own looking at his own trophy, and so the trophy, you know, you know, pretty much tells him no matter no matter no matter what you accomplish, um, you know, you're always miserable, you're always unhappy, and, and, and after that, after that, Jerry West after that after that um, West after excuse me after that West looks at his championship ring. And so, um, you know, so of course you go, you know, of course they show him, you know, of course later, of course uh, later they show, they show, you know, later, later, later they show him in the bathroom. You like, uh, you know, excuse me, sorry about that. Let me slow that down. Start over. Um, later they show him washing his hands. Um, and so, you know, so of course you know, and he takes a very deep look in the mirror, and you know, he really has to think about it. After that, they show the, you know, of course, of course after that. 
they show the 1980 um, all-star game itself and you know sorry about that of course you know, of course, like like I said, at, at that at that time, the All Star Game was held, was held at the old Cap Center in Landover, and one of the highlights of of that game was when you know was obviously when Dr. J dunked on Kareem, and meanwhile, the rest of the Lakers are watching it at Spencer Haywood's house. Um, you know, of course, not only not only the other Lakers, you know, not only the other other Lakers, but, but especially when it comes to, when it comes to the coaches themselves, Jack McKinney, Paul Westhead, and Pat Riley, and so. Um, so you know, and, and, and so so of course, so of course, of course, the thing the, the thing I I noticed when it comes to this episode is that McKinney and Spencer Haywood are able to form, let's say, a certain bond together. Um, you know, they you know they they at least they have a, they have a very common under, common understanding. You know, in a, in a sense of they feel betrayed, especially when especially when it comes to Jack McKinney, and with the way that with the way that he with the way that he he sees. Um, Riley and West Westhead becoming even closer, you know, where you know, where you know, where, where you know, where, whereas, um, sorry about that, whereas Westhead, you know, was, was was the guy that McKinney brought under his wing. And so, when you see this type of success, all of a sudden, you know, that you know, like all, all of a sudden, you know, more, more of the problems start to start to get start to escalate, um, you know, become more magnified than ever before. So during, so of course, during, um, so of course during, sorry that. So of course, so of course, um, during during that scene, um, McKinney, you know, uh, McKinney, excuse me, McKinney and Haywood have, you know, of course, um, uh, sorry about that. During that scene, McKinney and Haywood step, you know, step out of the house, have a conversation, and so of course, this is when Jack tells Spencer that he's about to get traded for Bob McAdoo, and so um, you know, so you know, so so, so in the, in that in that sense, like I said, you you know, and I think. Of course, by the way, uh, shout out to Wood Harris for you know for his portrayal as Spencer Haywood, and so I um, mean you know, so, so you know so so of course, like I said, you know like pretty much the the common, I'll say one of the common themes of this episode is betrayal, and the central theme, especially in especially in in that regard, is the fact is the fact that is the fact that is the fact that Jack McKinney feels betrayed by the guy that that was that was his understudy, the guy that was that was his pupil. Um, you know, like I said, you know, obviously, uh, obviously, obviously, uh, uh, Paul, uh, Paul West, Paul, uh, Paul Westhead, Westhead himself, and so, um, and so, and, and, and but, but, you know, but of course, also, also, at this, excuse me, heart, sorry about that. Also, at the same time, in the previous episode, Pat Riley was the one that, um, you know, that, that that was that was able to tap into, you know, to, you know, to, to, I guess, to tap into that inner aggression. Of Westhead, you know, he's 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 able to get Westhead to snap out of it, you know, even though he hates him with with a really cold shower. But at the same time, it's just you know, it's it's just like you know, you know, West Westhead found a way to wake up, you know, and so um, you know, but so of course, so of course, like uh, Westhead is pretty much you know, you know, caught, you know, I guess he's already caught between um, a rock and a hard place. So on one end, you know, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, you have to have it have a loyalty to the guy that that brought you into the situation in the first place without Jack McKinney Westhead wouldn't even exist you know when it comes to coach but at the same time in McKinney's absence the show goes on so with that being said Pat Riley steps up to the plate um you know it's and, and, you know it's it's the one that is the one that ultimately motivated Westhead you know what Westhead to um you know to, to he's, he's the one that ultimately motivated Westhead to become more aggressive when it comes to his leadership, when it comes to, and when it comes to how, how, you know, when it comes to, 
how he relates to the players. Hence, that is why in McKinney's absence, they're having this, having this winning streak. But, of course, at the same time, I guess little does Westhead know that Pat Riley is the one who's going to end up being his own successor, spoiler alert. Um, you know, so, 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 of course, it's just like a, you know, you know, pretty much like a domino effect, if you will. Meanwhile, uh, we also see the situation. And, and we're, uh, of course, may, meanwhile, we see, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we see Jerry Buss's mom um, and her health continue to deteriorate. Um, you know, you know, obviously because of this, you know, metastatic cancer and metastatic means is spreading and it continues to spread. And, um, you know, of course, you know, of course, once again, I want to give, give a shout out to Sally Field for the role, you know, for the way that she's playing this role of, um, you know, uh, of, me, for the way that she's playing this role of Dr. Buss's mom. And, you know, and with the way that, you know, of course, I, I, I certainly believe that John C. Riley deserves an Emmy nomination for his portrayal as Dr. Buss. And in this episode, we, we certainly see this grief start to take over um, Jerry Buss because, you know, because of the fact that he knows, excuse me, because of the fact that he knows that his mom is on borrowed time. And, um, it's, it's, and unfortunately, sadly, he has a very weird way of, uh, you know, of processing grief. Never did I expect you know, so, you know, someone to process grief by by displaying, let's just say, sort of creepish behavior uh, when it comes to your mom's nurse. You know what I mean? And so, um, <clears throat> you know, so, you know, so, 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 of course, you know, so of course, so of course, with that, you know, um, you know, like, like I said, you know, like I said that, you know, that was that was that was definitely one, of, you know, I guess one one of the more, you know, one one of the more darker elements of this, you know, and so, um, like I, you know, like like I, like I said in this episode, we you know we we see, um. Mrs. But you know uh, we see Ms. Mrs. Buss's, uh, you know, like I said, we see her health. Like I said, you know, like you know, pretty, pretty much all, all, over time, over time throughout the series, especially when, when it comes to this episode, start like I said, started to decline even more. And on the other end, we see Magic, you know, once again, you know, of course, um, have, uh, having a conversation with David Stern this time at dinner, and they use the analogy of Star Wars, you know, in regards to who's going to, you know, who's who's. You know, in regards to who's Luke Skywalker as a Jedi, or who's going to be Darth Vader, so Magic, you know, was was, was, was you know, I guess you know, I, I guess on, on one, I guess on one end, Magic, Magic was thinking that that he can really be seen as Luke Skywalker. It was more so of somebody like Larry Bird, wherever the case may be. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I guess you know, I guess pretty, pretty much when it comes to, I guess when it comes, <coughs> excuse me, sorry for that. I guess when it comes to popular popular opinion. Um, Many of the time, did not really, did not necessarily see, um, did not necessarily uh, perceive Magic Johnson to be that you know Luke Skywalker hero type of guy, whatever. It's more so Larry Bird, and so um you know so 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 of course you know pretty much midway through the, through their Star Wars conversation of who's going to be Luke and who's who's going to be Vader, you know uh, you know of course you know of course it of course none other than Larry Bird comes in, and um you know so, so I, and, and with, with that being said. I certainly, you know, certainly have to say that, uh, you know, that, that magic to me would, you know, was, cert was certainly when it comes to the 80s, you know, e even though both were great, but I'll give the, I'll give more so the edge to magic when it comes to, you know, like, I guess, that, you know, sort of that Jedi type of figure, the guy that's going to be, you know, is going to be the ultimate face of the league, even though, even though both him and Bird were those guys, which, you know, it's just that, you know, just, I guess sort of, the, sort of that uh, dichotomy. And one of the things that Stern was talking about, obviously, was, was you know, it was, was the way that you know was was pretty much the, the story that they were telling, 
in the sense that Magic, you know, was was a Hollywood city guy, Larry Bird, you know, the blue collar, um, you know, you know, like so, it's it's like I said, you know, in the sense that you know, in the sense that you know, in in the sense that you know that that. In the, sorry about that. In the sense that you know the ma- magic was seen as the flashier Hollywood city guy, and Bird, you know, was was seen, was seen as you know was the hardcore. Uh, Bird was seen as as more of the you know the hard you know the hardcore blue you know blue collar guy uh, from the from the Midwest. You know, one being black, one being white, that whole thing like that. And so and and and, the, and this just go you know this just further explains why they were meant to be in their you know in, in their particular cities because of the fact that. Is the fact that their personalities reflected the cities that they, you know that they played in. Their personalities reflected the market that they played in. So Boston, blue collar, you know, what I mean, let's just say predominantly white and everything like that. So um, you know, it's pretty much you know, pretty much reflect you know, re- uh, reflected Larry Larry Bird himself. You know, and, to, and like I said, you know, in, in, in regards in regards to you know, like I said, you know, just you know, just pretty much in, in regards in regards to the hustle. The, you know the, the more you know more grittier values and everything like that um you know meanwhile los angeles glitz and glamour you know what i mean style profile if you will definitely fit match johnson you know you know absolutely to a t just because of his charisma and stuff like that and so um you know so so, so of course not not only does magic you know for, you know for, you know at least form some type of you know form some type of connection or forge Forges a relationship with David Stern, but he also, you know, continues to forge a relationship with Dr. J. And so along the way, Dr. J is given given the wisdom, showing them the ropes, you know, everything like that. And so, um, you know, so, so you know, so of course, and 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 not only that, but you know, but we also see, you know, also see what also see what happens with you know in regards to Magic's relationship with Cookie. So on one end, you know, everything's on the up and up, looking brighter. Cookie tells Magic that you know that um, the, uh, excuse me, like I said, you know everything is sort of up up and up at the time. Um, Cookie Cookie tells Magic um, about a new uh, excuse me, sorry about that. Cookie tells Magic about a new job that you, um, that, that she had taken. Um, you know, I guess with uh, you know sort of like with a branch in L.A. But she was like, you know what, you know, it, um, it, it, you know, she could also you know, like, I guess like uh, go to go to Detroit as well. Like I said, all's well and good up until Cookie finds out. That um, you know that, that you know up. It's so like I said, everything's well and good up until Cookie hits gets hit with a bombshell about um, about her friend getting pregnant. Um, you know, uh, excuse me, about her friend uh, getting pregnant, uh, getting pregnant by magic. And so by you know, so by that point, she just feels completely, you know, completely betrayed. You know, she's furious. You know, because of the fact that um, when she get when when she gets back home to Michigan. She's gonna have to see her friend every Sunday in church get bigger and bigger, carrying. Uh, uh, excuse me, sorry, you know, like I said, sorry about that. Um, so now, you know, so pre, you know, so pretty much, she's hit with the reality that um, when she gets, she, she she gets hit with, she gets hit with, gets hit with the reality that each Sunday at church, she's going to see her friend get bigger and bigger because of the fact that she's carrying magic seed. And so Magic's like, nah, that's not, you know, that like, don't even worry about that. That's not even the case. That's not going to happen. Yada yada yada. And so, you know, so of course, you know, we, we you know, of course, we see that. Um, you know, of course. Uh, and, and by the way, side note: a year later, Magic ends up becoming a dad. There's a, you know, so that's the. So I'm just giving you know, the the real life. You know, like I mean, I you know, I, like real, you know, like I said, I'm just I'm just giving I'm just I'm you know, I just get you know, just gave the little real life spoiler about what happened. So I'm not sure. It, I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure if you know. You know, I'm, I'm, 
like I said, you know, I, I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure if um you know if I, I guess if if um if his son's mom is you know is, is you know is is a, is the same woman, um you know that that you know that, um, that that he was that he was with it in that in that last episode. You know what I mean? Like that that whole thing. I'm not too sure about that. But all I do know is that year a year later, you know, in, in reality, magic does become a dad for the first time. Spoiler alert. But um, you know, but but you know, but of course that you know, of course that after that, you know, uh, you know, you know, of course, you know, you know, pre, you know, pretty much that, you know, of course, after um, you know, after, you know, after his initial relate relationship with you know, relationship with Cookie, de, you know, um, deteriorates by that point, um, you know, so so you know, so, so of course, so of course, at, le- at least like sorry about that. Move moving forward, ma- you know, moving forward, ma- magic focuses more so more, you know, f- focuses more and more on his game, focuses yeah. more. More and more, you know, on on on, like I said, you know, on, on the future prize, the bigger prize, which is of course the NBA championship, you know, winning, and so um, you know, so so, so of course in this episode, um, this is you know, of course in this episode, this is where Magic plays his, you know, excuse me, sorry that, let me slow down. In this in this episode is when Matt is when Magic plays his first game against Dr. J, much like how in the last episode he plays his first game against Larry Bird. However. Unlike, uh, however, however, unlike, unlike the last episode, in this episode, Magic loses, you know, and, you know, and, and, and get, and, and of course, and the thing is, not only, not only does Magic lose, but he gets showed up by, you know, gets shown up by Dr. J. And afterwards, um, you know, of course, of course, in true sport, in typical, you know, uh, Dr. J sportsmanship fashion, you know, he, you know, he, you know, of course, after, of course, after the game, he goes over to, you know, goes, goes over to, you know, go, you know, goes over, goes over to be a sportsman. Go, he goes over to Magic to be a sportsman, you know. Ma- you know, Magic, Magic kind of brushed him off. He's like, all right, yeah, whatever. You know, you, you know, just, just because he was, just because, you know, just because of the fact that Magic was Magic um, was so frustrated over that loss. So afterwards, Jerry West, come, you know, come, you know, uh, something like that. So after, you know, so of course after the loss, sorry about that. You know, uh, sorry about that. Um, of course, afterwards, you know, sorry, uh, sorry about that. Um, but of course, um, after the loss, Jerry West goes over to Magic. And he's like, you know, well, that guy Julius, you know, he seems like a, you know, seems like a very nice fellow, um, you know, but you know, but he also played you like a fiddle. And what Jerry meant by that was the, you know, was the fact that because him and Magic got close as friends, um, Matt, you know, at least, you know, and the thing about it was that because him and Magic became close, Magic let his guard down, and Jerry West told a story about, you know, um, about, you know, of course, um. Jerry West. Jerry West t- told the story about Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain, how Russell would invite Will over to his house, you know, uh, invite him over to dinner and things like that. And so, be- and, and and so because of that, you know, because because of the fact that he turned Will into turned Will into a friend, he used that to his advantage against Will. And so Will, I guess, realized, you know, I you know, I guess Will, you know, Will for for a long time felt like he needed he needed to be liked more than he wanted to win. And so. With that being said, you know, of course, with of course, with that being said, Magic Magic raised the question. He was like, you know, is it is that the reason why you didn't want to draft me? And so, so you know, so so of course, Jerry West replies saying that you know that you know I guess you know of course Jerry Jerry West was saying they felt like Magic was a little too happy, but at the same time, he's not fooled by it. You know, you know, even you know, of course, no matter the thing is, no matter how much Magic smiles, Jerry West could see right through that. And so, um, you know, and, and of course, you know, of course, at the end of, at the end of the day, you know, Magic had to decide whether he wanted to be liked or he wanted to be a winner. 
but ultimately even with the even e- you know even when you decide to be a winner it's going to come it's going it's going to come at a cost where people are going to hate you for it and things like that and so you know so so you know so of course after that speech magic was like you know what i want to win i really really want to win and so by that point the seeds are planted you know this foreshadowing and so you know and so of course it's of course um as we get closer and closer closer and closer closer and closer to, to the end of this episode now the seeds have been planted for their next encounter in the finals and so for those for those that know a thing or two about nba history um the lakers and 76ers end up clashing once you know and of course you know of course of course their paths end up cro- their paths end up crossing in the finals um during magic's magic's rookie year for the you know for those that know the story and so and so and the thing is i'm just looking forward to the, i'm looking for the forward to the way that this story unfolds to the way that to the way that ultimately ultimately unravels and manifests and so um you know so of course i'm not gonna go into too much detail about the very last scene in this episode in regards to, in regards to dr bus but all i know is that um you know like i said you know that like all all, all i know is that you know is is that this is gonna is gonna plant plant seeds you know for you know for, for even more sort of tension dissension and um you know, and, 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 and you know, it pretty much like I said is 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 like I said this this series continues to get even spicier and spicier. Um, you know, so, so so of course, so of course, with that be with that, of course, with that being, of course, with that being said, this 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 continues to show the journey that Magic is taking when it comes to his newfound fame. When it comes to is uh, not only his newfound fame, but also his newfound sort of role of leadership. Um, in that aspect, and 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 and, and, and really just becoming more and more acquainted when it, when it comes to fame, when it comes to you know, like I said, you know, when, when it comes when, when it comes to when it, when it comes to winning championships, when just you know, when it, when it comes to just sort of like establishing that drive, establishing that killer instinct, if you will. I know I know that sounds very very cliche, but um, you know, but you know, but but you know, but like I said, you know, with with you know, of course, with this episode and with these last two episodes. Um, we, I know, especially towards the end, we're starting to see more and more of how things become, you know, of how things continue to unravel with McKinney, West, Westhead, and Riley, and that whole dynamic. So, um, you know, so, you know, and of course, you know, of course, with, you know, of course, with, with, you know, of course, with that being said, um, even though this, even though the title is, even though the the title of the episode is California Dreaming, um, there was certainly quite. Uh, quite a bit of nightmares, especially when it came to Doctor Bus, especially when it came to Jack McKinney. Um, you know, and, and, and of course, you know, and, yeah, let's just say, you know, in, in that aspect. But like I said, you know, like I said, that this was definitely a great episode. You know, and, and, and I, I feel like I feel like even even in the face of the criticism that this series is facing, that it, you know, it's, it's just like the reception gets even better and better you know, more and more. And so, and so it's, it's, it's just, you know, like I say, I, I guess, I guess this is one of the things, you know, what, what it means by the fact that I guess, I guess it pretty much, um, you know, for, for the, you know, I guess this, this is what it means by they're doing their job. And so, um, so shout out to, shout out to winning time, shout out to HBO. And, and I, I certainly look forward, I, another thing I certainly look, certainly look forward to getting the book that, that the show's based off of, you know, um, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the, and of course the, the, the title, the title of the book is called Showtime by Jeff Perlman. So, um, so like I said, the best, uh, the best is yet to come when it, when it comes to this series. And I also like to tell you about Anchor it is an app that you can use to record your podcast for free. Anchor will distribute your podcast to different platforms from Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere you want. All you have to do 
is going to anchor for free. And, it went, and when, of course, when it comes to birthdays, uh, of course, I want to get you know get, give a happy belated happy happy belated 80th um, you know, excuse me happy belated 80th birthday shout out to, to music legend Barbara Streisand with her 80 on um, on April 24th. And of course, you know, uh, uh, sorry that you know, like uh, sorry that. And of course, yes, of course, yesterday on April 25th, um, uh, of course, yesterday. Yesterday, April April twenty fifth, movie icon Al Pacino turned eighty two, the greatest power forward of all time Tim Duncan turned forty six, and on April twenty seventh, the original San Antonio Spurs legend, the Iceman George Gervin, turned seventy. And before I go, I would like to give a word of wisdom as we on. Sorry, sorry that you know. Of course, before before I go, I would like I would like I would like to give give a word of wisdom. No matter what your challenges are, remember that God has a plan for your life, and you are victorious because greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. When you put God in first place, first place, you don't have to worry about being in last place. Make sure to listen to this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes. Thank you very much for listening.